0: Let's continue with what we began last several Sundays ago, faith for receiving God's promises. I really want you to pay attention. I really, really want you to pay attention. And I want you to hear with ears of the spirit. The world is changing and has kept changing, but the word of God does not change. And, and spiritual laws do not change, just like physical laws don't change. Spiritual laws don't change. Our faith is what is the force. It's a spiritual force. It's a spiritual energy that if you understand the functioning of it, no matter where you go, it will work. It's a spiritual remember, again, I say, spiritual laws don't change. They're the same everywhere. In other words, it doesn't matter which part of the world you are in, you can walk in. What God says you can walk in. You can walk in prosperity. It doesn't matter the background, where you came from. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are right now, but if you start somewhere, we start taking the word of God and the promises, of, the, or the promises of, of God to us, you'll move forward. It will become better and better and better because of faith in God. So faith for receiving God's promises. And I want to say some things which I said last week. I will repeat them Faith comes by hearing and hearing, not having heard this past Sunday, but it comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, and verse 4, it says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How many things, church? All things that pertain to life and godliness. This comes through the knowledge of him. You see, that's very important, actually. In fact, faith begins where the, when the will of God is known. You cannot have faith for that which you have not had. You cannot believe for that which you have not had. So faith begins where, where the, when the will of God is known. But through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. And by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. That through this, through this what? Exceeding great and precious promises, we may be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Through the promises, these exceeding great and precious promises, we may be partakers of the divine nature. In other words, which I said last week, uh, the Bible shows us so clear that we are, those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are born of God. You are not just a human being. You are born of God. You are born of God. You are a spirit being. You have a soul and live in a body. And I say a third of you is full of God. Now we have the mind to renew. And bodies to allow for for that word to quicken these mortal bodies. But you are born of God. The Bible says in John 4, 24, God is spirit. So we are born of the spirit. And again, John 3, 6 says, that which is born of the spirit, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So we are born of the spirit. We are born of the spirit. We are born again. That word again is born from above. Jesus said that which is from above is above only. We are not born from beneath. We are born from above. What is that? Above that word is super. Supernatural. We are supernatural beings living or having what? Having an earthly natural experience. So the supernatural should not be strange to us. The supernatural realm should be, and it should be, and it's supposed to be, the realm of our existence every day. Listen to this, church. If you understand the word of God, then every day you need to believe God for supernatural things to happen in your life. Why? You are a supernatural being, and the realm of the supernatural then should be natural to you. Have you ever taken a fish? And you shot, eat the water, water, and start doing this fish. Now, if I drop you, you need to swim in there. Have I ever done that? Try to teach the the fish how to swim? No, you don't have to. Put it in the water. What happens? It comes out naturally. Why is that so? That's the way it's built. That's the way it's created. Hey, you are supernatural being. You need to know supernatural realm of God on a daily basis. And then, so I say that the exceeding great and precious promises, then every promise of God, let me talk a little bit about promises. I, actually, I'm repeating. You can go back to the messages where I started three weeks ago. Every promise of God is filled with his faith to do exactly what he says. Every promise of God is filled with faith. Whose faith? His faith. To do exactly what he says it will do. So the word of God is filled with faith. Again, I say Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If the word of God was not filled with faith, you couldn't have received any, or you could not have received any faith by hearing it. But because the word of God is filled with faith, when you hear the word of God, faith comes into your heart. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the word of God, every promise, which is the word, the word of God, is filled with God's faith. No wonder he says in Isaiah 55 verse 11, I'll not be giving you all the script, but you can write them down. Isaiah fifty five eleven says, So shall my word be that goes out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish the thing that it has sent it and prosper in the end. In other words, when he says the word, he, he speaks his word, it carries the energy, divine energy to fulfill what he says he's supposed to fulfill. Amen? That's the promise. And remember we read Luke 1:37. The Passion Translation says, not one promise from God is empty of power. Not one promise of, or, or, or from God is empty of power. Nothing is impossible with God. And the Amplified Classic Version says, for with God, nothing is ever impossible. And no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. The Word of God. The Word of God. The Word of God shall be He says, no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. The word of God carries God's power. In fact, I believe in Hebrews chapter 1, where he says that he upholds all things. The King James Version says this. He upholds all things by the word of his power. That is divine energy. The power of God is in his word. That's the word of God. Now, in 2 Corinthians 1.20, talking again about promises of God, for all the promises of God in him, in Christ, are yes. And in him, amen. To the glory of God through us. So every promise of God, as long as you, you come into, you already come into Christ, the, all the promises of God, you are actually in him. As long as you're in him, they are yes and amen. We don't say like, oh, Father, I come to you in the name of my pastor. You never do that. You go to the Father in whose name? The name of Jesus. Some men who try to say, oh, yeah, we cast you out in the name of, of Jesus, in the name of Paul, Jesus, who Paul preaches. No, no, no. It's, you have to have a personal revelation Concerning you being in Christ, and then Romans 4:20, and you'd pay attention. To this again, I said it last week. Concerning Abraham, he did not waver the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And look at verse 21. And being fully convinced that what God had promised, God also was able to perform. He not only has he promised, but he is able to perform. That's really good. Not only has he promised, you know, someone can say, oh, yeah. you can get excited and say, wow, someone has promised me to give me 10 million shillings. Then the question is, do they have it in their account? Huh? Do they have it in their account? They have promised you, yes, but they, are they able? But God not only Promises, but also he's able to fulfill that promise. He has it. If there is anyone you want to know if he has what you need, God does. And then in Jeremiah 1:12, the amplified classic version says this. They say the Lord, then, then said the Lord to me, You have seen well. Listen, to this, for I am alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. Praise God. That is, that is exciting. I'm alert and active, watching over my word to perform it. He gives you the promise. Not only does he give the promise, he's able to fulfill that promise. And not only that, he watches. He's alert and active, watching over his word to perform it. Amen? Amen? So faith, then I said faith is a substance of that promise you're hoping for. Faith is the substance of that promise you are hoping for. Because Hebrews 11 one says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I may say this, substance precedes the things that you are hoping for. You must have substance. And how does that faith come? Faith comes by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. Just, listen to this very important statement here. All statements are important. All of them are say, important. And I'll, I'll keep emph- emphasizing. Listen to this. Just because the promise is in the Bible, it's not going to happen to you. Just because it's there, it's not going to happen. Until you start saying and believing it. Saying Unbelieving it is what activates it. The promise is there. This book, in fact, I brought my Bible for illustration. This physical one. This book is full of God's promises. This book over here. And I can go to like, which, which promise do you like? Huh? Your favorite one. None of you? You you went home after we sang and sat down. Which is your best promise? Oh, I know that one. Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply all the drama that you do. Now now, now look at this. If I went up here to Philippians, Philippians comes before Colossians, that's all. If I went to Philippians... And I go right there to Philippians 4.19. And I have, let me see if I can, is that microphone over here? Let's see if we can do something here. So here I am in Philippians 4.19. Let's see if this promise is going to say anything. See, I placed my Bible, this microphone right there in Philippians 4.19. Let's see if it's going to say anything. Can you hear? Ah huh? But the word of God is living and active. It's living. Do you, do, you, do you agree with that? Do you agree the word of God is living and active? Let's see here. Let's see until maybe maybe by 1 o'clock it will it will to respond. Isn't this Just because it's in the Bible does not mean you'll have it. To activate the promise, you have to put it in your mouth and believe it in your heart. Don't ever forget that. You have to activate the promise. You can read it with your head and it'll do no good to you until you start saying it, until you start saying it, look at this then, let me say something here again, uh, regarding that, so this is what, this is the word of God, we all believe that, this is the Bible, it's the word of God, we know that, there are promises here concerning your healing, your deliverance, there are promises here concerning promise of salvation, Romans 10 and other scriptures, okay, we agree, But then, so these are the words of God. So actually, these words were spoken before they were written. We agree with that. I'm not going. I'm not trying to use. I mean, for you to use your medulla oblongata. It's common sense. You understand? These words were spoken before they were written. So they came active from. God says, like that scripture, Jeremiah 1.12, Go back there. He's he's watching over His word. He's alert and active, watching over His word to perform it. All right. But look at this. So He spoke it before it's written. But to activate the power within, He says, that like that scripture we read in, in Luke one thirty seven. No one word of God is without. Uh, they say this for nothing no word from God shall be without power or impossible of fulfillment. That was spoken and is put here by the prophets and the scribes put here in the book. But listen this, for it to be activated and for you to experience the power that is in this word, the fulfillment of these promises, you have to speak it. It's given, it's given life by your breath because you are created in his image and likeness. In fact, in Psalm 107, is it Psalm uh, 107, 107 actually, verse 20, it says, the angels hearken to the voice of his word. The angels hearken to the voice of his word. But listen this. Do you know which, who's going to speak that word? You. If you want on the activities of angels around you, you better be speaking the word all the time. When things look like they're working or not working, what you say is the promise. Don't agree with the situation. Say the promise. Say the word. You give the word of God a voice. We are God's voice on earth. Only if we are speaking the living word of God. The church is supposed to be the voice of God on earth as we speak the word of God on a daily basis. I hope you got that. So to activate the promise, you must give the words of God a voice by speaking or confessing them. Let's go to Hebrews 3.19 uh, 319 and also chapter 4, 1 and 2. talking about the children of Israel, I want you to learn something. And, and, and just, just examine yourself, what have you been saying? What have you been saying in your life? What is it that you say? It says this in Hebrews 3, and talking about the children of Israel. So we see that they could not enter in because of what? Unbelief. They could not enter in because of unbelief. And then he goes on to say in verse 1, Therefore, since the promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. And then he says this, For indeed the gospel was preached, the good news, the gospel was preached to us as, well, as well as to them, but listen to this, The word which they had did not profit them, not be mixed with faith in those who had it. They had the word, But the words that they had did not profit them. They had the words, but it did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith in those who those who had it. How was what were they supposed to do? I'm going to show you from the scriptures. They had the words, but they had the word, but it did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who had it. Let's look at some things here in Numbers chapter 13. Remember, we looked at uh, uh, Romans 13, I mean, Romans 10, there's no, yeah, Romans 10 saying this, Uh, Apostle Paul writes and he says in verse 8, the word is near you, where is it? In your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. And this is the word of faith which you preach, you remember that? The word of God is near you in your mouth and in your heart, that is the word of faith which you preach. So faith is in two places. In your mouth and in your heart. And how does that faith come? It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And then he says, Father, he says this, how can they hear without having heard? Or how can they hear without, how can they believe without having heard? Hearing brings in what? Believing. And what you believe, you say But he says this, the word of God is near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. The word of God first begins by you saying it. You keep saying it. And when you say it, you start hearing it and you start believing it. And at the beginning, you may start confessing the word of God which you don't even believe. But don't worry. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. What is happening? By saying it, you are hearing it. By hearing it, faith is coming. Faith is coming. You believe in that that word. What you say, you believe. What you believe, you say. You see that cycle? Or that cycle? What you say, you believe. What you believe, you say. What you say, you believe. What you believe, you say. It's not a tongue twister. It's the living word of God. All right, don't forget that. I, I, I told you last, last Sunday, I think of it in this manner. When things are okay, you keep saying the word of God. You keep saying the word of God. You are feeding your heart with the word of God. And then when the time of crisis shows up, whatever you are dealing with, the heart will feed your mouth. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know when you hear someone say, I'm finished, that's what they have been sowing in their hearts. So they are finished. So I'm so uh, we are done. You are alone, done. That's what you've been sowing in your heart. Done, done. We are done. Not Daniel? We are done. D-O-N-E. And then in the time of uh, so things show up and you start saying the same. And what does it mean? You'll have what you say. But let's go to the scriptures in Numbers 13. So I'm going back to what I said in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 3. The word that they had did not profit them because they did not mix faith with it. Remember what you said. All right. So let's go to Numbers 13. Let's learn some things from the children of Israel because this is referring to the children of Israel, the scripture that we read. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which... Listen to this, church. Which I am giving you. That's the promise. That's the promise. The land which I am giving to the children of Israel. I'm giving to the children of Israel. For each tribe of their fathers, you shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So leaders, actually. These were leaders which were sent. And they went... And all of them went, and they are all of them. And look at verse, six, verse 16. It says, they, these are the names of the men who Moses sent to spy out the land, and, started, and Moses called Oshea, the son of Nun, Joshua. And it goes on and on and on, and it comes to verse 23. Then they came to the valley of Eshcol, these men who are being told to go and spy out the land. What did God say in verse 1? Send them to spy out the land, which I'm doing what? I'm giving to the children of Israel. So they they ought to have left saying this. We are going to spy out the land which God is giving to us. That's where the power was at. Speaking the word that God spoke. That was the promise. Do you see my point? Or do you see the point of the Holy Spirit? That was the promise. So, what you go saying, you say, this, we are going to spy out the land which the Lord is giving us. I remember years ago, I I was believing God. I was confessing the word of God concerning finances. And I kept saying, and I didn't have it. But I kept saying. And then at night, I had a dream. Going to a certain office, a person I knew, and Gave me money. I had a dream. You see what I was doing, like what Brother Francis was saying, the words cause or create image in us. And many times, and many times, many people, the dreams that you have, is because of the words you've been speaking. You fear too much, you'll be chased in your dreams. And you are running, but your legs cannot, cannot carry you. <laughs> I remember I Miss remember Ruth saying something. I think it was, did you compete with Pastor Carla during uh, uh, some years ago? Yeah, there was a competition. I don't know what we had, what celebration. Oh, it was MegaFest, mega and she was competing uh, with Pastor Carla they were in that group who competed. I don't know what age uh, that was. But then she said, uh, she, are you also in that? But Miss Ruth made me laugh. She ran, and then she said, I tried running, but my, my, my feet were not moving. Just try and try. She's <laughs> so just there. And Pastor Carla won. Is that so? Is she, was she the first? No, she didn't. I don't know who did. Anyway, but I remember in 22 or four, she was the first one, actually. A group, of, I think it was 50 years and above. But actually, she said her feet could not carry her. She was running. In her mind, she was. But there's something that had not happened to that feet. Faith had not been applied there. Called the exercise. <laughs> so you see, that's what happens in dreams. People just keep, uh, you know, say, Pastor, i am been having bad dreams. Is, what have you been saying? What do you say during the day? You remember, even actually, Job says this that even at night I'm threatened. Fear, even, he says that. I I'm, I'm, uh, didn't think of the scripture exactly what it is, but he talks about that even at night. You could not fear, you could not sleep because you'd been threatened and on and on and on. Why is that so? Because remember, he said, the things that I feared the most. Have happened to me fear was in his life that's why 2nd Timothy 1 7 should be part of your conversation every day let me tell you something even if the vehicle looks like it's going off the cliff say I refuse to fear angels around me and I will not die Okay. So they came to the valley of Eshcol and they had cut down a branch. One cluster. Do you know what grapes are? Just think about this. One cluster of grapes, they carried it between two of them on a pole. Wow. That's abundance. That's a land flowing with milk and honey. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. One, well, can you imagine looking for it in whatever Kenyatta market, supermarket? Say, I'm looking for this. One cluster of grapes that I can carry with my son. Hey, the, the, the Bible is the truth. That means there was abundance. The place was called the Valley of Eshkol because of the cluster which the men cut down there and they returned from spying out the land after, after 40 days. Look at this verse 26. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron And all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh, they brought back what? Word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. They could have stopped right there, but they had a problem. Then they told him and said, We went to the land where you sent us, it truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. And I like saying it this way. God does not, uh, God speaks to you because, telling you something, because that's the way things are. He says, by his stripes, the stripes of Jesus, you are healed, that's the way it is. It's not going to become, it is. So take the word, the way it is, and agree with it, and start saying it. You say it, I believe it. What about my pain? It doesn't matter. He said it, I believe it. So Pastor why are you supposed then to take medicine after that? What does medicine do? Does it kill you? Have you ever gone to the doctor and they told you, take medicine, they take these three tablets in a a day, and take it five times for five days, and by the fourth day, you'd have died. Did the doctors tell you that? So what are they supposed to do? Suppress the, 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 the pain and all, whatever happens. So what, taking medicine, you know, sometimes, just there is common sense. Maybe one day I'll speak about common sense living. Because sometimes believers, I mean, just think about you, if, if I found you outside your house, Unless I'm waiting for what? To go to church. How? To be translated. Boda <laughs> matatu. You understand? <wanna> <laughs> uh, There's one Sunday after the service, uh, uh, some, some weeks ago, I, I don't remember, 25th actually, I left immediately after the service and I was driving away for 380 kilometers. I was tired after ministering on Sunday. We left here and I left early and left Brother Francis finishing. I was really tired, and I was believing God. And I said, God, if this happens, I'll be so glad that I just come out of the house, and you translate me to my destination, 380 kilometers away. I was looking forward to that. It didn't happen. But can I tell you what happened? He strengthened me. But I was expecting that. Can you imagine that? You come out of the, the house, and... God sends you to somewhere in Russia to preach the soldiers. Only one saying amen. No visa, no screening at the airport. That's translation. Hey, you may not experience it here, but it's coming soon. That, come on now. Think about this. Oh, good good Lord. Nowadays it's so available on YouTube. Go watch watch like the distance from the earth, like to Mars, like to, you know, to the sun and different other places. The distance is amazing, long. But think about this, that rapture. Distance doesn't matter. You're in Mars. They haven't gone to Mars yet. They have sent rovers, but they haven't gone to Mars yet. They believe they are going to but listen to this, it doesn't matter that time, we just go. Phew. I'm looking forward. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to that day. You're looking at me as if you don't know what I'm talking about. If you're not used to this to to speed, that's the speed. That will be speed. Now th- then they told they told him and said we're okay, verse 28. Nevertheless, so they said all that. And they said, nevertheless, do you know the common language you use now, nowadays in, in our speech? You know, you know I, I, I'm believing God for that you'll come through, uh, you know, and, 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 and I get that money, this, this 2.5 million shillings. You know, I'm believing God. But, don't say but. That but you've put there means you don't Believe. It's a cliche. But don't say, don't talk that way. If you're believing God, you're believing God. Simple. I believe God is working. Then instead of putting bad, say praise God. (laughs) Just finish that right there. Praise God. So he says this, nevertheless the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, they saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites. And they mentioned all that. Did God know? He knew. Yet he told them he was going to give them the land. It's not like he didn't know. You know many things that you tell God. It's not like he doesn't know. You you, You speak as if you're informing him. God, can't you see? That is an insult. All knowing God, all seeing God, he, you tell him, can't you see? You tell him you're blind. Can I use another one? That's, that's redemptive insult. Or redemption insult. Look at verse 30. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well overcome it he's agreeing with God that's what confession does you agree with God that's what confession is I'm not talking about confession of your sins I'm talking even confession of your sins you are saying you're confessing it according to first John 1 9 forgive me Lord for my sins and he says I'm faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness but I'm saying here of saying or speaking the same language with God. He said, look at this, let me take you back there. In, 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 uh, in Romans chapter 10, verse 8, he says, Faith is near you, it's in your mouth and in your heart. You remember that? That is the word of God. The word of God is near you, it's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which you preach. All right? Then he says in that Hebrews, we looked at chapter 3. And chapter 4, it says, the word that they had, they did not mix it with faith. What does that mean? They did not speak the word of promise. They spoke contrary to the word of the promise. That's the point right there. So they could not enter into the land. Those Those ones who said, but... But Caleb said, "This we are well able to, over, to overcome it." Now look at this, then. Verse 31. So this one said they are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him we, he said, "We are saved, confessed. That's what they believe. We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we." Was that what God said? No. God says, go and spy out the land which I'm giving to the children of Israel. So they're supposed to be saying this. We've seen the giants. We've seen how it is. Hey, we brought the cluster of, of, of uh, grapes and pomegranates and figs. But let's say, let's say what God says. We are well able to take the land. We are saying it. We are agreeing with God. Because God, whatever word he says, He not only gives the promise, he's able to fulfill that promise. So they were supposed to be saying, but they were saying something else. And then they, look at this. Now they started, that's exactly what happens. If you are out of the will of God, you start saying things out of the will of God, you exaggerate. What is exaggeration? Is devilish revelation to you. To make it look more impossible. People were exaggerate. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we, we were with the president. In fact, I was talk, people talk this way, this way. From very reliable sources. We know what is in the president's house. Very reliable. People talk that way. They want their, their words to be relied upon. Hey, we have one word. We, are, we have one person that you can rely upon his word. Now look at this, it says this. So they say that in verse 32, it says, and they gave the children of Israel what? A bad report, while well, the gospel is course, supposed to be good news. Now, go back please to that Hebrews chapter 4, because whatever we reach, we are going to reach there. Okay, look at this verse where we started. For indeed the gospel, what is the gospel? Glad tidings, or what? Good news, was preached to us of the new covenant as well as to them, the, 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 the children of Israel, but the word which they had did not profit them. Not being mixed with faith. What does the word say? What, the word is near you in your mouth. And in your heart, Apostle Paul says, This is the word of faith which we preach. So, in other words, they had these words, but they did not mix it, mix the word with faith. Mixed with faith, Well, come on now. They had the word, but it did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who had it. What are they supposed to have? They could have they're supposed to have heard the word and say the same words. That God has said. That's how you're supposed to win. Okay? So look at this. So these spies were they saying what God says. And they gave the children what? A bad report whereas they were supposed to be giving them what? A gospel. The word of God. And they spied out saying the land through which we have gone as spies in a land that devours its inhabitants. Have you ever seen a land that devours its inhabitants? That I went to Muihoko to look for a certain land and it, it opened up. It devoured me. Have you ever seen any, 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 any place like that? When you start saying the words of the devil, he exaggerates. He gives you more and more negativity. Um, uh, and he says this, and all the people who we saw in it are men of great stature." Didn't matter. God says He was giving them the land. And there we saw the giants. Listen to this. The descendants of the descendants of Anak came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Let me show you something here. They were sent as spies. They didn't know what those men were thinking because those men even didn't see them. Come on now. Come on, we see from the scriptures. These men didn't even see, the the sons of Anak didn't didn't see these 12 spies. Yet they come back, the 10 of them say this, and we came from, we, we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. They did not see the 10 spies, the 12 spies at all. They imagined they had wrong images, wrong words, wrong confessions give you wrong image. That's so what happens. You start saying the word of God and you start getting the, the victorious image inside of you. All of a sudden, you see yourself healed. All of a sudden, you see yourself strong. All of a sudden, you see yourself overcoming. Why? The word has spiritual energy to do exactly what he it says is supposed to happen. Oh my goodness, you are shouting. Oh Lord Jesus. Woo, you're spinning. Faith, you shut shoot up, you're spinning, and you sat down. Praise God. I'm calling those things that be not as who they are. You see that? <laughs> so all the congregation, look at verse 1, verse chapter 14. Lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. For what reason? Their cries that you make the whole night, they are just for nothing. And many times if you hear those cries, repeating the words of the devil. You cannot repeat the words of God and cry the whole night. In fact, you start going to the scripture and start praying in the Holy Ghost. And you start speaking in tongues and and start speaking with understanding. What happens? You no longer want to cry anything. Say, Father, thank you. Uh, Brother Kiyoko says, Jeffrey Kiyoko says something which I've thought of with and I've preached, I've taught actually from, from it. That was so impactful. He said this, that imagine Elisha and his servant were in a prayer meeting. The, the Elisha, uh, the, the the servant remember came out and he saw uh the chariots and, and soldiers and horses surrounding the city. You remember that? They were going for Elisha. They wanted Elisha. And then when so he came out, he said, Alas, Master, we are surrounded. Elisha responded and said, uh, they that fear not, they are they that are with us are more compared to they that are with them. He said that, paraphrasing it. Then he said, This uh, think about this if they were in a prayer meeting, the two of them. Elisha and his servant. The servant could have been crying, "Oh God, oh God, we are surrounded. Oh God, my God, my God, oh God, oh God." Ingid and Goda ba ba ba. You know that there are tongues that you can tell. There are no tongues, Come, not coming from the spirit of faith. Oh, God, we are surrounded. Oh, God, we are surrounded. Let's call for prayer night, the whole night. Let's pray the whole day. We are surrounded. We are surrounded. And you keep saying, God, we are surrounded. God, we are surrounded. The more you say, the more you believe it. It's creating an image of being surrounded. Why? Elisha, if you could have been in that prayer meeting the whole night, you could have been just thanking. In fact, you didn't take the whole night. If you are already protected, why is it you pray the whole night? You just thank you. Father, thank you. I've known you as my protector, as my shield. But look at this. Oh my God. I'm admiring even those angels. Them, they have chariots, they have horses, and uh, ours are horses of fire. Can they not see? Oh, what a good God you are. And that's why there are people that pray and you see smiles on their face. And there are people that pray and you think it's a lemon skin because they're not. that's the difference. Forgive me. I've ever prayed with joy and, and just thanking. Father, we do thank you because you said we come boldly to the throne of grace that you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. While another person said, oh, Father, oh, can you see my face? That is the lemon skin. You know, the lemon skin usually is a bit shrunk. Yes, you saw that. Okay. Let me not go there. Forgive me. All of the children, they wept. People wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. What did Moses have to do about it? Usually he's a pastor. No. And the whole congregation said to them, if only, listen to what they are saying. If only we had died in the land of Egypt or if only we had died in this wilderness. Why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword? That our wives and children should become victims. Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. That's an insult. Thank God I'm not God. But those are the ones you wipe out. Thank God I'm not him. Can you imagine they are saying that? What are they speaking? Death. So, but Moses, look at verse 6. But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephne, who were among those who have spied out the land tore their clothes. And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. What were the others saying? It devours its inhabitants. If the Lord delights in us, then he'll bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Verse 9, only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land. Now, listen to this. They say this for they are our bread. We'll eat them. Brother Francis, if we could have been there with his family, could have really enjoyed it. For this is our bread. <laughs> they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord was with us. What did he say next? Do not fear. That's the attitude of faith, that's the attitude of overcoming. That's the spirit of faith. But look at verse 10. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Sometimes I wonder where the children of Israel, you know. Sometimes, you know, I feel like some tribes come from that part of Jewish, you know. But, 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 just, just okay. Now, the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of meeting before the children of Israel. Listen to this, verse 11. Then the Lord said to them, how long will these people reject me? And how long will they not believe in me with all signs which I've performed among them? And he says he was going to strike them, da, 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 da. But look at this, verse 20. Of course, Moses cried out, asking for forgiveness, for them to be pardoned. Then Jesus, uh, I mean, God said this. The Lord said, I have pardoned, verse 20, according to your word. But listen to this. But truly, as I live. Is he still alive today? Truly, as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Now, the Lord starts swearing. And he's swearing because something is up, negative is about to happen to an individual. You never want to be there. Because of all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness. And have put me to the test now these ten times. And have not heeded my voice they shall not see the land which I saw to their fathers, nor shall any of them who rejected me see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit. Do you remember 2 Corinthians 4.13? I have believed, therefore I have spoken. And as we have what? We have that spirit. Uh, since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Listen to this. Caleb and Joshua had that spirit of faith. That different spirit, I believe is this, is a spirit of faith. The other ones had unbelief. Caleb and Joshua had a spirit of faith. Listen to this, but my servant Caleb, whom we had a different spirit in him, has a different spirit in him, and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went, and the descendants inherited. Now, verse 26 says, and the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation which, who complain against me? Church, that complaining, complaining, and sometimes even believers complain in prayer, and they think they are praying. Complaining. You know, if you're in an organization and all what you do is complain, please leave that organization. You know what I tell people also? If you're in a church and you keep complaining about the pastor, please look for another perfect pastor. This one you will not receive anything from. Okay, let me say it again. Really? You know, I've been, I've been with pastors, uh, um, of course, uh, serving this ministry for over 22, uh, for 20, 21, 22 years, actually. And, and in the 22 years, yeah. But you know what? I was under Pastor's Wade and Carl for years, and still I'm under Pastor Carl. You know, I just, we didn't sit down with Tina and start complaining about Pastor Carl. Or Pastor, pa- Pastor Wayne. I remember the Lord telling me this, Pastor, where went to be as you had to be with the Lord in 2012? And I worked with him. I was his right-hand man, front-hand man, left-hand man, right-hand, no, oh, no, 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 everything. And then, uh, so in, when he went to be with the Lord in 2012, so Pastor Carla took some time to recover. But in 2014, I could tell she was ready. Before then, I'll tell Pastor Carla, this is what we are going to do. And I said, that's okay, Davis, go ahead and do it. And then oh, it will happen that way because I knew mostly if Pastor Wade was there, we'll do one, two, one, this and this and this. So in 2014, she started, you know, just she was up and stronger to start doing the work. And then I said, Pastor Carla, we'll be doing this and this. And she said, no, Davis, we're not going to do it that way. Uh, give, no, 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 she didn't say that. No, she said, no, Davis, give me some time to listen. Don't do it yet. And then she comes and says, no, Let's not do it this way, Davis. Let's do it this and this and this. And I'm thinking, if you we are passed away, we could have been doing it this way. And it happened several times. So I could tell frustrations were coming upon me. Listen to this. I remember when the Lord said this She's not passed away. Do you know what that meant to me? It's you to change. And the evidence is I changed. Ten years later, I see her. Have you realized I changed? I changed. What was that? I changed my attitude. That's time we just complain. I don't know if they're here today. Maybe you're watching online. but Just complain. You, you complain about that office, you'll have rev- demonic revelations. Everything about it will be negative. Everything. You'll go in, I'm telling. Even you'll be able to see details of your boss. And I'm telling you, God is not going to bless you. Repent. What is repent? Change your way of thinking. And and let me tell you something, another another thing. And if your time is up, leave. But can I tell you something? Leave honorably just live honorable. I've been in pastoral team for 25 years actually. 24, 25 years actually. And I see sometimes just believers the way they leave church from one church to another. i feel like, why do you do, do, you do that? And sometimes they go after a long time. You haven't seen them for a long time and they say, Pastor, I've come back to release me. To release you from what? You you did long time ago. I hear that over and over, and and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You see, I'm telling. I'm repeating. Let me tell you something by the mercy and the grace of God. When you go to a man and woman of God, don't tell them what God told you. Don't even say God told me this. Listen, this. Say you know it's better even to say you know what I've been sensing this way. And if that. I'm sensing this way, passive. And, and look at this. If you're true submitted to that, to that man or woman of God, you say this. And, and, and pastor, I'm open, actually, for your counsel. You've been in that church because you trust them. What changed? I'm as short as I am. I've not become taller. You've noticed? So look at it. you trust, so you, you go and, and you say, you know, Pastor, I've been sensing this and, and is it right for me to do this? And I'll tell you, Pastor Zewi and Carl I'll just say the same to myself we will never stop you from going where you want to. But if you are, you're open to counsel, say do you really sense it's the timing or you're going ahead of yourself? Or ahead of God? You're shouting here. listen Believers in Christ ought to be honorable. Sometimes I see, now this is my opinion, but I'm convinced about it. Sometimes I see the church in Kenya is where it is because they don't honor their men and women of God. I'm not comparing, but I see Nigerians have much honor for their men and women of God than Kenyans. Now, I'm not saying that you'll be carrying me in the service. I'm not even looking for that. You know, you carry me from the hospitality room and, and place me here. I say, no. I went even to Mount Kilimanjaro and I'll be returning. I don't need to be carried. Don't, I don't need to be pampered. You understand that? I, I'm not looking for that. But I'm saying it for your sake. I'm saying it for your sake. Wherever you go, even if you're visiting, wherever you, you pastor you go to and all and on and on. I was being told by a certain <laughs> individual who went to another church and, and uh, was asked, uh, tell me, where, which church did you come from? The pastor had the word of knowledge. And I say, I, I came from Victory Faith Church. Oh, From past, pastors, uh, Pastor Carl and Pastor Davis. Yeah, that church, yeah. Go back. (laughs) I was being told this way: Go back. Don't even return to this church. Go back. What are you looking for? I'm serious. I told you: Go back there. What are you looking for? You go back there. Now I'm not saying that that is going to happen. But can you can you can you see that's that's a true pastor. I like such pastors. I like such pastors. They're not insecure. Thank you. Thank you, (laughs) Mad. Okay, let's see if we can wind up. I didn't say, you know, sometimes but you had so many stories. I say, there are no stories. That's the wisdom of God. I say, the service was good, honey. The message was good. But you had so many stories. Remove that bad sweetheart. Uh, the <laughs> the stories is the wisdom of God. That's the wisdom of God. That's how you're supposed to live honorable life. To honor God. We're redeemed people. We're not of the world. The world is sour. Complaining, murmuring, anti-God. But we are of, we are of the same spirit of faith. Amen. So then he says, how long shall they, you know, this evil, I bear with this evil congregation who complain against me. What the complaints of the children of Israel make against me. Say to them, listen to this, as I live, he said it, it's eternal word of God. As I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will do to you. That's a law. That's a spiritual law. Watch out your words. Are they anti-God or in line with God's word? Watch out your words. That's a spiritual law. Look at this. The carcasses are, of you who have complained against me shall fall in the wilderness. All of you are numbered according to entire number from 20 years old and above, except for Caleb, the son of Jephne. And Joshua the son of Nun, you shall by no means enter the land which I saw I would make you dwell in. Look at verse 36. Now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land. Those very men who brought very men, very men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before the Lord. But Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephne remained alive of the men who spent went out to spy the land. Let me say something quickly here. Caleb and Joshua naturally saw same challenges. Same. Same. The Bible says this, church, of the affliction that you may go through, all your brotherhood in the world are going through the same thing. In other words, church, we have the same challenges. Maybe a little bit different yours, what you are dealing with. Same. Same challenges. Same world we are living in. Same devil. Same world of faith. Same devil. Same situations we are dealing with. They may represent themselves differently, but it's same. Listen to this. But, okay, let me, let me make a statement here. Faith does not deny the reality of difficulty. Faith does not deny the reality of difficulty. It declares the power of God in the face of the problem. It declares the power of God in the face of the problem. It does not deny. Are there challenges? Are there high prices of fuel? Come on now. Has the house rent and on and on, all things have gone high and up and down and down. Is it happening? Come on, answer me, is it happening? Same challenges. So they saw the same giants. They saw the same land. They saw everything the same. But their wars were different. Caleb and Joshua spoke the word of God in line with the word of God. The ten spies aligned themselves according to what they thought. But the amazing thing is this. uh, Church, listen to this. They both got, the both groups, Caleb and Joshua and the ten spies... Both received what they said. They received that. Why is that so? Because the confession actually, it's a spiritual law. It operates that way. They, refi- they, 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 they receive the same thing. I mean, sorry. They, 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 they. I teach my, my, my gra- grandchild teacher, to say, initially when she came, she would say like, you know, like thorns, she'll say tones. T, you know, T O. So we started saying, th, th. So I started saying, things, don't say things. Th, th, th. So I, I had to repeat, th. You, you take your tongue, take your tongue, and this is the way you do. And then she started saying, Thing, thi- then sometimes she say things, and then by thing. But nowadays she say things. In fact, she overemphasizes it. But finally, she quote. it. You understand? So let me try this one. They both, they both. Now, they both got or received what they say, because it's a law. You'll have what you say. They died just like they said. They died. They didn't enter into the promised land just like they said. What about Joshua and Caleb? Just as they said. They entered into the promised land. You will have what you say. The word which you preach. The word of faith is near you. In your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. What you say, you believe. What you believe, you say. What you say, you believe. What you believe, you say. And you'll have what you say. You may say like, what, what really? That's the way you think? Yeah. That's the way you think. I I remember, I think some two years ago, we are traveling and mostly, you know, we go shopping and um, I'm, I'm pushing the trolley, but there is one who picks things and puts in there. And I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm there and, and I'm telling you, and I pray. I pray much in the Holy Ghost because it's boring to me. You understand? So I use my faith. Really, for me, it's boring. I don't know you, Brother Francis. You push the trolley and look around and look at the. The items and I tried one time years ago, I used to go with a uh, Shelam guy or secretary, you know to buy things from the office. Wow. Sheila picks it up.) <laughs> Sheila, we need to go. Mama, am I saying the truth? Mama Sheila is this. <laughs> Why is she when she's smiling? You know what? Or is it you who taught her, Mama? I say this one doesn't have, oh, good Lord Jesus. <laughs> you all ladies do that. Sheila is faster. But I get, I get really, you know, it can be boring, but I use my faith. So I push that troll and I'm believing. I'm praying. I'm meditating. I'm praying. And she said, sometimes she come, Honey, what do you think between these two? I think anyone that you choose. No, that's so convenient. That's really convenient. Uh, Honey, what do you you think about, which one do you like? Uh, You know, this one is saying this, which one do you think is better? Uh, Honey, you're not helping me. Uh, (laughs) I I learned something about her going, you know, talking about clothes. If she were, she, she comes and she says, I know what do you think of this, this, this outfit? I say, it's nice as far as I'm concerned. You're sure it is? Let, let me come. And then she comes out with another one and say, what do you think of this one? I think it's good too. But you're not helping me. Which one do you think is okay? And I say, I think I like this one. And then you are leaving. And you find her with the other one. <laughs> I resigned. <laughs> I really did. I resigned. I realized my opinion doesn't matter. This issue. <laughs> so, so she may say, she may say like, but I say, but, but how do you wore the one that that, uh, you, that you said, like, you, you, you came to me, you are saying that I choose which one is good. Yeah? But that's not the one I choose. I chose. I said, yeah, but I like this one more. Okay? <laughs> Next time, now that, that, that really, I resign. I said, so, honey, how about this? Really does what I'm, what, what I'm going to say, does it really matter? Which one do you like? Honey, you're not helping me. Now you see, that, that's what happens again. Men, anyone in the house, anyone who, God. who goes that walk of faith? Ladies, <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. They believed what they say. Confessing the word of God produces faith for what he has promised confessing the word of God produces faith for what he has promised. Because you see, when you say what the word of God says, you hear it. And when you hear it, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when that, because you've heard it and you, you say it, you believe it. And because you believe it, you say it. And because you believe it, you'll do it. In fact, that scripture in Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 10 verse 8, it comes actually from Deuteronomy chapter 30. It's written, Deuteronomy chapter 30, and, and the Lord spoke to me years ago. I asked, Lord, how can I be, I really want something, a scripture or the word which is so practical, how can I be a doer of the word? And this is what he told me. I went to that scripture in Deuteronomy, actual chapter 30. It says, the word of God, look at the word. The word of God is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. It's in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Why is that so? You put it in your mouth, you believe it in your heart. That which you believe, actually, you'll ultimately live it out on a daily basis. Then I'll show you a scripture. I had several other places to go to, but I'll, I'll wind up with this one. Let me show you what, 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 what God did actually. He gave the pattern to Joshua. In Joshua 1.8, the whole chapter is wonderful. But he gave him the pattern. He said this. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Why is that so? You're saying, what is that? They had the book of the law then, but do you have, what do we have now? We have the word of God. We have all these promises of God's word. The word, this book of the law, the word of God shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate. What is that? That's the Hebrew word, haga. Meditate is confess, is matter. M-U-T-T-R, you're saying it. You shall meditate, mouth and meditation. You shall say it, meditate, you matter. it day and night that you may observe to do. You say it, you believe it, You believe it, you say it, what happens? You start doing it, you start observing it, you start walking according to what you've been saying and because you believe what you've been saying. And then he says this, uh, according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous. But in essence, you are doing the work, you are saying the word of God. That word of God has enough power to fulfill the promise make your way prosperous and then you will have what? Good success. What do ordinary believers say? You'll have wonders. You raise up things that are not of God. You are re- releasing it to God, but not God Almighty, the Father of all, oh Jesus Christ. You are releasing it to 2 Corinthians 4, 4, the God with a small g, the God of this world. And he knows what to do. You don't leave it all to God. You say in the name of Jesus. I believe the word. All prices, whatever it is they are high, but I'm a giver. My God shall supply. I am a giver, I'm a tither. I give. And the Bible says in, 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 uh, in uh, Luke chapter 6, I Name not. I judge not. I forgive. But then I give. And because I've given, it shall be given back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto my boss. And therefore I've given. I have given. I have it coming back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall man give unto my bosom. Now the man that he chooses to use, ladies, I'm not talking about gender, you understand? You are born again. The man who he chooses to use is upon him, but he does. I remember, I mean, I've seen that several times, but I remember the most recent one, the certain amount that you are believing God for, and an individual. Out of town. I don't know. If I was imagining who's going to give me money, I could not have thought that. individual. But I got a text. Have, uh, I've told my, my account, gentleman, to, to find out from you uh, your bank account because I have some money that I want to sow into you and, and, and Tina. I said, good Lord! You know, when they ask for your bank account, that's not your person. You see the difference. You see, a person will not ask you for a bank account if they are sending two thousand five hundred. But, oh my goodness, I sent, and I told you, can you imagine this individual? If we would have been thinking of who to give us money, would not have been that person. But you know what? We established the law. God supplies; He gives whoever He wants to use. The most miserable, especially for me a pastor, is to be thinking, which congregant? Oh, that's miserable. Oh, I see. And then you get a call from that person. Don't you Pastor? I'm in a financial problem. You say, oh good Lord, Jesus. I thought he was the one. Maybe I need to pray more. Who's that? Oh, no. Thank God. Thank God. Who knows all hearts? I had a brother tell me of uh, someone from afar. (laughs) From afar. The last time they talked, actually, they exchanged any pleasantries, was uh, the the time of yahoo.com. When you think about yahoo.com, were you born, brother? <laughs> Can you imagine of that? And then he gets a, 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 I can't go into details, but he gets a call, he gets an email from that man, leaving, listen to this, they met over, I don't know, 20 years, I'm, not, I'm sure, the, the yahoo.com is a long time ago, and calling from, uh, sending an email from Japan. Uh, do you still use this email? I need your details, da, 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 Long story short. The man said, I want to buy you a vehicle. The Lord spoke to me. And I uh, white in color, da, 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 da. And anyway, sent three million. If that brother could have been thinking about who to buy a vehicle, could not have thought this man they met during the yahoo.com. Can you imagine that? Can I help you? Stop figuring out who God is going to use to bless you. Trust him. He's all-knowing. Listen, he knows, ladies, he knows where the money is even under. You know, the, the way you put in the Kibeti, you're just searching over there. He knows. If that is mine, you'll find it. You'll find it. And it will come to me. I shall say this. That which is mine always comes. Cannot be stolen. I belong to God. Amen. Do you receive anything out of this? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith, I can move the out. I can do all things through Christ. I didn't go actually into some things that I wanted to share with you. But next week I'll be going concerning that kingdom of God. Because it operates through that. The water is near you, in your mouth. and I hope you've been saying words of faith. Can I tell you that a fact here? If you have those, uh, those TV stations all the time, now I'm not mad at you, KBC, KTN, but that's it. But that's all you have, KB, KBC, KTN, and on and on. And you want all those new shorts, you know, and on and on and on and on. You'll not have faith in God. You'll have information concerning news that you cannot prove they're they are true. You'll know what is happening concerning cabinet uh, and, and on and on and on. And you'll think like our man from the village was not put in by into the cabinet and on and on. And you'll talk about that, and you'll have no faith. But if you trust in him and I start speaking his words, you will have faith. Listen this. I see you in the future and you look much better than you do right now. Why is that so? Because the word of faith is in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. Rise up on your feet, please. Been sitting for a while. Honey, I want you to give that testimony over here. Come over here. I think I may pray for some people here. Give that testimony, and that's the operation of the word of faith. Go ahead. You can stretch if you want to. That's fine.
1: Good afternoon, church. <laughs> on um, Monday towards the evening, Tuesday, Wednesday, I had developed a toothache on my left side. And it was, you know, as the days progressed, it was getting very intense. And I remember when I woke up on Tuesday, went through a series of sets of uh, painkillers by wednesday it had gotten so intense at work i remember i came out into a field somewhere and started you know locating a dentist conveniently close to where i work and when i called i was told you know i couldn't get an appointment for that day and i even the next day and i was told you know um unless you come as a walk-in and see how it goes with the appointments of the day. And therefore, by the time I was going to bed on Wednesday night, I was through like 10, you know, um,
0: Painkillers.
1: painkillers. And I even had some on the side, just in case somewhere in the night I needed to take That's just how bad it was if i opened my mouth and air just came into it was so painful and even water so i remember that's the time i i told him you know at some point uh, i'm having a very intense toothache and therefore we were actually lying in bed and he said let me pray for you then after he was done he asked me I can sense the presence of God. I said, "Did you sense?" Honestly, <laughs> 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 I didn't. But faith. I, I told him, "I receive. <laughs> I believe. I receive." And at that point, I think I was feeling, "Keep quiet. Let's just sleep. Let me just concentrate here." You know. And we slept on. Thursday. Go on
0: bed, actually. Yeah. So I'm just about to switch off the light. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so when we woke up on Thursday, and you know the sequence of the previous day is I wake up, get the painkiller so that it can enable me to do whatever I needed to do as so I'm figuring out how to deal with this, and I woke up. I realized, you know, I drank water and there was nothing. You know. And at some point I thought, because I had planned to go to the dentist around 10, and at some point I thought, I think I should just go to work. But I still went to the dentist anyway. So when eventually I managed to see the dentist and, you know, their tools, they are knocking this tooth and the other, and he said, um exactly where was the pain. So I'm trying to tell him, you know, from the upper tooth, the molar down, and he's knocking on the tooth. And at that point, I realized I couldn't even tell exactly where that pain was. By that time, I had not swallowed a painkiller. I have not swallowed it to death. And, you know, eventually, um, there's a cavity at the back to here and you know when I'm asking him he took x-rays and he said uh, unless we do an extraction but which we cannot do today so maybe we can just do cleaning and we went through that cleaning this is a, an area where even air just getting in was hurting water and that drilling kind of thing I felt nothing I cleaned my teeth went back home never prescribed anything I'm good to date I thank God and I continue believing that even that extraction business will not happen so Amen. from the
0: doctor that's actually, that was not the problem at all Yeah. nothing completely here you know, I was praying and I believe that I heard the Lord say this. Pray for them, lay hands on them, anyone who has issues with your, your teeth. Even if they are, whatever it is. You may say like, you know, mine are so twisted. I don't think God really will do anything that, hey, don't limit him. Whatever it is, I'm talking about teeth, okay? Whatever it is, dental issues, whatever it is. I believe I heard the Lord say this. Lay hands on them and I'll heal them. Lay hands on them and I will heal them. So I say, say in the name of Jesus. Jesus. You who's having that especially. But the other one you can take it by faith. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. I, believe. I believe. I receive. I receive. I receive. My healing. I Concerning my teeth. Everything. Everything. Concerning my teeth. I believe with my heart. I and I say with my mouth by the stripes of Jesus I was healed and I am healed as lay, hands are laid on me I believe I receive a supernatural manifestation of the will of God which is my healing I'll give you instructions regarding that only just dealing with issues concerning teeth the other one if you're dealing with any kind of ailment you believe you receive, you are healed. When I sense the presence of God, she did. I said, sense the presence of God. I did. She's, she looked at me, she said, I received. But I sensed that presence of God. She received by faith. I slept immediately. And then she slept. But listen to this it's not what you fear, it's what you know. You've released your faith for that promise to manifest. When you come to the altar, if you're having those issues, don't pray. Just receive. Don't ask the Lord about it. Just receive. Don't even sing. Just be there as you are just being. You know you are receiving from our master. He's all here.